listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Yeah, no, I do think the talent's really been pretty good. Um, I think uh, compared to when I was coming up, I think the the metro area especially um, has gotten uh, quite a bit better. I think Lincoln, uh, when I was coming up, really controlled uh, you know uh, state football a little bit more. You know, we obviously Creighton Prep was always very good when I played Papillion La Vista, but. Um, I think uh, Omaha's been a little bit, uh, a little bit ahead of late, um, but there's there's good talent in the state, and even when you go to West Nebraska and uh, go up north, there, there's there's becoming more and more talent all over. Uh, it's it's good for us to see because I, I love I love how those in-state kids uh, are brought up, and I think uh, most of them are still multi-sport guys, which I love. That are they're competitors year-round, and you are you're seeing a lot of really good football on a, on a weekend to weekend basis here in Nebraska. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show final segment. Nate Kloss joining us here by the phone um, as we get ready for Saturday's 11 a.m. Penn State game, Nate, and you heard Barrett Rude there um, about the in-state talent, and you know, thank goodness the in-state talent has been uh, solid for not only 21, but it appears 2022 and maybe even 23, uh, because without traditional campus visitors and, and what we're used to seeing at Nebraska as far as bringing people into town, this is a time where in-state talent has never begun, never been more important. We, we've seen seven offers made for 2021. I believe it's five for 2022. Correct me if I'm wrong, Nate. Yeah, it's up to five already for 2022, which um, I don't recall. And tell me if I'm wrong here, but I don't recall Nebraska extending five offers, um, you know, to – the junior class before the football season's even over with uh, in a long, long time, maybe, maybe even in the last, you know, 15, 15 years or more. Uh, I think it's been, it's been that long since we've seen something, you know, the Huskers do something like that. When you still get a sentiment out there, there's some people that feel like, Oh, they could offer more of these guys. But if you study the data, I mean, Nebraska is a small populated state to have seven offers in this state right now for 2021 I mean, the, the statistical data with only about 64 Class A and Class B schools, I mean, that's, I mean, you're talking about, I mean, that's a pretty good hit rate when you can have seven offers out when you really only have about 64 Class A and B schools. Yeah, no, there's no doubt about it. And, and especially if you want to combine, you know, the, that senior class, that junior class, and here shortly, I think we'll be able to start looking at the at those sophomores, those current sophomores, which would be the 2023 class. I think there's going to be, you know, several offers that that could possibly go out early in that class. So here, all of a sudden, you're you're talking about, you know, maybe even uh, 15 to to 20 offers between those three classes, which which is a definite uptick in, in overall talent in the state. And like you mentioned, there's never been a better time for there to be a lot of talent uh, in state wise and even really the three or the 500 mile radius uh, than right now with, with all the circumstances that this, uh, you know, that the college coaches are dealing with, especially Nebraska, as far as not being able to have visitors on campus. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show as we talk recruiting with Nate Klaus, and they made a new in-state offer this week for the class of 2022, a six foot three, 210-pound linebacker, Ernest Hausman, out of Columbus. And Nate, this one—I don't want to say it caught us off off guard, but you know we do a pretty good job getting around the state, and this is not a guy that had been on really our radar all year. Um, so if not only for him to emerge but to get a nebraska offer as his first offer it tells you nebraska really has seen something they like about this kid 
Well, yeah, I mean, he's somebody who's really come on here this this season. I think as a junior and, and kind of really developed and um, and you know you turn on his film and it's easy to see what what Nebraska saw and why they offered him. I mean, he's he's six three two oh five and and can run. He's physical. Uh, he, he's got a very nice frame. I think he's going to continue to fill out. And you know, I think that as far as being a potential outside linebacker, you know, that's that's a position of big need on this football team. Um, not just for this year's class or next year's class, but for for you know several years down the road. I think that's going to continue to be a big position of need. And and uh, I think you know Ernest Hausman could be someone that helps kind of fulfill that need. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show, and Nate, um, high school semifinals are taking place here on Friday in Nebraska. I, I still think a lot of shock about that Bellevue West upset to see Carney. I was at the first Bellevue West Carney game, the 49-14 uh, Thunderbird win. So to see Carney win that game uh, 41-40 in that fashion, it really has kind of rocked the boat on these Class A playoffs. It's paved the way for Husker commit Kobe Bretts and that great Omaha West Side team. Uh, to be the heavy favorites here um, to go into Memorial Stadium after the semifinals are done. Yeah, it really has. I mean, that game that was that was creating news all everywhere. I think as it was kind of playing out. You know, I was I was at the uh, Lincoln Southeast Elkhorn South game, and that's all everyone was talking about on the sidelines is, is what the score of the Bellevue West Carney game was, and how much time was left, and who had the football. And, I mean, because people were very, very surprised, especially after, you know, the score of that first game. And, and you know, I don't want to take anything away from Kearney because they've played one heck of a tough schedule. And, and outside of that first uh, Bellevue West game, they've been they've been right within striking distance to pretty much win every every game that they have lost so far. So, um, you know, they are a tough battle-tested team and, and you know, probably sets up one of the more encouraging games for for this week here with uh, that Elkhorn South Kearney game you know I think um you know there's you got two hungry teams right there and and I I can't even begin to think how much confidence that Kearney squad has right now heading into that game well we could see that 2006 uh rematch game uh, if you remember Kearney led by Noah Keller they beat Westside in a state championship game at Memorial Stadium when Brandon Cool was a young early coach that a lot of people didn't know much about and they, and they won that game um against a west side team that was loaded i think there was five or six division one players on that team two division one tight ends uh, tim berry and um T- uh, beckhold was the guy's name he had collins okafor um so we could see that yep. game i mean nothing would surprise me on that carney elkhorn south game i think i would be pretty surprised if millard south beat west side yeah i would that, that would be probably the the bigger surprise, I think, is if Millard South was able to to pull that off. And uh, but they're a tough team too, you know. I mean, and and it's the playoffs. Anything anything can happen. But I think regardless of how things play out, that that Class A, you know, uh, is, is going to be pretty exciting here over the next couple of weeks leading up to the championship game. And then you'll have uh, Henrik Harburg, Nate, playing in the semifinals as well, a rematch against Adams Central, a team that Kearney Catholic beat earlier in the year, and they could have a chance to avenge um, their only loss of the year uh, against St. Paul if, if those two teams square off a Memorial Stadium. Yeah, that's – I mean, that's uh, a, a, a game of, of great intrigue too. You know, I, 
and Adam Central is no no pushover. I mean that the game that Kearney Catholic won earlier in the year against them um, was was far from you know a dominant victory uh, by Kearney Catholic. So uh, that's going to be a really good game, and and uh, you know, but I would really like to see uh, a rematch of that Kearney Catholic St. Paul game. Uh, you know, I was I was super impressed with St. Paul when I when I watched them beat Kearney Catholic the first time. So. Um, you know, that's that's definitely something that uh, I wouldn't mind watching again to see a matchup between those two great teams. Well, lots to follow here this weekend. Nate, Greg Peterson and our team will be out uh, covering the semifinal games. And Robert and I will have our hands on deck with uh, Nebraska Penn State at 11 a.m. on Saturday. So make sure you're logged on to HuskerOnline.com. Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. 